the first 24 hours, I got maybe like 200 something likes, maybe 300 likes, which is very low for my account. And then at some point I came back and started looking at it again. It took 10 days and it got me 750 new followers, which I never got from anything other than a major giveaway. Are you ready to stress less over social media gossip and focus more on growing your business? Well, it's a good thing you're listening to the Close Friends No Filter podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Laura, the founder of B Squared Social. And I'm a new founder of your social team. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. It's Stephanie from The Social Media CEO. We talk a lot on this podcast about setting boundaries and creating healthy work habits, burnout, and the like. And just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. It's bittersweet, but I wanted to let you know that I won't be moving on with the podcast. However, I do want to say a big thanks to my close friends and incredible co-hosts, Manu and Laura, who have been extremely supportive throughout this decision. I wish them nothing but the best, and I can't wait to listen to what they share next. Thank you for listening and supporting all of us. You can stay in touch with me on Instagram and TikTok at thesocialmedia.ceo. Goodbye for now. Welcome back for another episode of Close Friends No Filter. I'm super excited because today we're talking about something a little different, a little unexpected. We are talking about the reemergence of feed posts and how they're having a major comeback. Yeah, I'm so excited. How are you, Laura? I'm good. How are you? Good. I love this topic. I'm, I've been, you know, you and I have been talking about this for a while. So absolutely. Our DMs have been full chatting about feed posts and how they've kind of been the dark horse of content lately, which is super surprising because I know we hear about reels nonstop. It feels like everywhere you go, someone is telling you to make a reel that reels are the golden ticket. But I know you've had some really cool success lately with your feed posts. So why don't you tell us a little bit about like what happened and what's happening? Because you have a few of them that are kind of going viral right now. Yeah. And you'll notice that too. And other people have, which is, I think it's cool. It's not something that I am doing specifically, but what I have noticed, and I think it's interesting for people to take a second look on their feed posts. It's like, I feel like it's like, check on your friends. It's like, check on your feed posts from the past that didn't do so well, you know, see how they're doing now. I've noticed a lot of times that I will post a feed post that is like one of the types that I know performs really valuable information. And I'm like, oh, I wonder why this didn't really fly, didn't really perform, you know, but then I just kind of shrug and go on about my day. But then I realized looking back at one of them that I was like, wait, I gain a lot of followers from this post because sometimes I look at the insights on the actual post. And a lot of times before creating content, I look in the general insights for my whole page, which is why I go to all the different metrics. And when I go to follows, I'm like, wait a minute, how did I gain 250 followers from that post? And I didn't even notice it. That you like forgot. Yeah. And then I realized, I'm like, wait, (laughs) it's that post that flopped, you know? I noticed that a few times. So I did an experiment and I got one of my posts that I had done, which was like how to batch reels. And I did like this infographic from my te- one of my templates from uh, the sweet lists. I know that you like those as well. Love that one. I had posted this two months prior and I saw that same thing. Like it flopped. I don't know why it was, but it was really bad. It wasn't like, oh, it was average or me having really high expectations. It was really, really low for my range. And I then looked in the follows and there's a lot of followers. Then I'm like, I'm going to repost that and see if I get lots of followers again. So I reposted the same photo. I mean, image was a graphic that I did in Canva 
with the same caption, the exact same thing two months later, and it flopped again. So I'm like, okay, that sucks, you know, <laughs> it's flopping again. <laughs> that one does not work. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but I mean, the other one I had already noticed that it had performed later, you know, it's kind of snuck up on me. But the first 24 hours, I got maybe like 200 something likes, maybe 300 likes, which is very low for my, my account. And then, like, not much else, like, not a lot of shares or whatever. And then at some point, I came back and start looking at it again because of what happened to the first one you know for the first time I posted it and you know you and I are talking on DMs long story short we kept looking it going up in the next like 10 days it took 10 days and it got me 750 new followers which I never got from anything other than a major giveaway yeah that's incredible and it's so funny you say that because I posted, I had like a few feed posts, like like in succession that did really well, where they were each getting like three or 400 new followers. And then this week, I just posted another feed post that is really similar to one of my ones that did really well, but it's like totally flopping right now. So I'm going to keep looking back at it. Yeah. So this one has 144 likes, which is really low for me. And I'm like, this one's a total failure, but you know, who knows, maybe on the next episode, I'll be chatting about that one that came around and surprised me. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And I think also let's define a total failure, right? Because it's a good post that you're giving really good information to people that come to your page. So yeah, exactly. I know that you know this, but I'm saying like for people listening to us, yes. like we, for everyone, absolutely. we're just being exaggerated here. I like to exaggerate a little bit. <laughs> I know. And then I did this other post that you and I talked about. I mean, nothing like the 750. I think it's very unique that I'll get that many new followers from a post. But then I did this other post that was the same thing. I first did it in my template account, which is their template club. And it's talking about like how real covers are never seen full screen. It's basically about design of your content, right? And I noticed that that got me a lot of followers on the other account, especially like a really big number I don't see on that account that is a smaller account. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to post this on your social team account as well and see how it does. Same thing. It completely flopped on the first two days and then it kept going up. And now I am up to, and I remember this one, like, I think on day three, I texted a screenshot to you. I'm like, okay, I gained 40 followers from this one, but it's still not doing super well. Let's keep looking. And then like a week later, I gained 258 followers from that post. That's crazy. Yes. Is this something you like, I don't know if it's just me that's noticed this, but have you noticed that it takes like longer for content to get yeah. traction? I've noticed it, especially for my reels lately, but yeah, for feed posts as well. Like it feels like it takes a while for people to see it and respond to it. Yeah. And, and this is one of those things that people might tell you they know exactly what's going on. We don't know exactly what's going on, right? Maybe, maybe it's that start picking it up again because people are sharing in a different way. Maybe Instagram is testing an algorithm that gives people more time to see things. Like it's hard to tell. I do know that my posts are doing well because they're hitting the explore page. It's not that they're having a lot of shares. I think when, when you see posts that are getting you a lot of followers, the two things you should look at in metrics is like, are these followers coming because a lot of my followers shared to stories or this is coming because it hit the explore page, or maybe it's even coming because of hashtags, which is a little more rare, but it could also happen. So I think that's the things to look at. And that's part of understanding instead of just being like, oh, I gained this many followers. It's like, where is this coming from? What's happening to these posts? And I think that's part of like, that helps you build a strategy. But I, it's funny because the reason I start checking in those older posts to begin with is because I saw someone talking on the, on Instagram. And unfortunately, I don't remember who, so I can't name them. But they are talking on Instagram, like, have anyone noticed that the lifespan of 
feed posts are getting longer. And I hadn't really noticed. And then I start looking. And so, so I know it was not just us. And then you saw the same thing, right? It took you like a week for that post. to. It was weird. A cup, And it was like three of them in a row that I thought are just like, that's it for them. They're not going to ever do well. Mm -hmm. And then they randomly, all three of them popped off. So, and they all three hit the explore page. Yeah. So it was probably like a week or two after I had posted them as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. This episode is brought to you by your social team template shop. Is Instagram engagement bringing you down? Let me guess, you're blaming it on the algorithm, aren't you? But I'll tell you a secret. The reason why your posts are flopping could very well be the design of your content. That's right, designing for Instagram is not just making things pretty. It takes a lot of strategy to optimize your content for a phone screen, make it original enough to stop the scroll, and intriguing enough to take people straight to your call to action. And all that can be hard to DIY. That's why people are obsessed with our Canva templates for Instagram. Our templates will help you grow engagement with creative and original designs, keep up with the latest trends, always have ideas of what to post with our text prompts, implement new features with ease, and save a ton of time. You will never want to create content from scratch again. Our templates are customizable for any niche and come with demo videos to help you make them unique for your brand. Use the code NOFILTER to get 10% off anything in the template shop at your social.team. Yeah, I think that's just what, uh, uh, something interesting that we noticed that people don't talk about too often. And I think it will be helpful for people to maybe pay attention. Like, I honestly think that you know, a lot of times we look at likes and we look at comments in the day we post and we're like, this flopped. Give it a little time, not just to see like if this is what this kind of phenomenon we're talking about is happening as well, but also think that people might not be doing all the likes or maybe that's not even the post that people tend to do likes. A lot of times it's like a sales post. People who are interested, they don't go and like the post, they go and buy it from you. They go to the link that you tell them to click on. Yeah, or they ask a question or they DM you. So I would say instead of like just looking at likes and comments, which are easy to see and they're right in our faces and decide within a day whether that post worked or not, I think it's better to just give it time because I also see a lot of people that go in archive posts that don't perform, which I'm not, I don't recommend. The whole goal of our post is not to show other people how many likes we get. It's actually to deliver value. If you think, if you think the reason you're not getting likes is because there's no value or maybe you made a mistake, by all means, you can archive. But if you don't see anything wrong with the content, it's probably just because it didn't have time yet. Or maybe Absolutely. literally people are out or there's a holiday somewhere or people are just or just bad luck, which honestly, people archive posts that don't perform. I use them again because if not enough people had a chance to see it. Yeah, totally. Why not? I would absolutely yeah, use Yeah, I mean, unless it's not one that I particularly think it's that good, and then I wouldn't. But if it's a post that I put a lot of thought into, like a carousel or this like infographic, and there's really good information there, I'll be like, okay, this didn't perform this time. Let me give people another chance to see it. I'm looking at my post that was like the, the dark horse, and mm -hmm. I got 800 likes, but 1,300 saves, which is crazy because it's almost not quite double, but like a good mm -hmm. number more of people saving it instead of liking it. They're just going straight to saves yep. to come back to it later. So I thought that was pretty cool to take note of as well. 
the post that I mentioned that got the 750 followers, which is completely crazy to me, it yeah. had a, a good amount. Okay, I had 1,300 likes, but it had 1,967 saves. That's a lot. Like, wow. it was a lot more saves. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a big And difference. I think also it depends on yeah. the content, right? If it's like one thing I say, it's like a short phrase. People don't need to save because they will always remember. But if it's like a multi-step thing yeah, or a carousel, then people save it because they want to go back. Like yeah. So also, like, I would say this. Don't expect that a post that just gives people some type of information. Oh, you know, this red thing is not red, it's blue. Okay, people know it's blue now. They don't need to save that. But if you're like, oh, it's actually 20% blue and then 10% yellow, then people need to save it. So I think like understanding what that post does and what kind of content it is and to see what you see. But again, I would encourage everybody to kind of keep an eye out for their feed posts and go back to the ones like, I would even say give it two weeks before you decide if it has or not performed. And I think also for social media managers that are creating reports for clients or influencers that are creating reports for brands, keep an eye out on that. Maybe go back to the brand partnership post that you thought it was really good, but it didn't really perform too well. Maybe you sent, you know, insights to that brand three days later, but go back and look at it because you may have gotten a lot more after, which it would be totally worth it to reach out and say, hey, this really picked up after I sent you those insights. Yeah, that's a great idea. And especially if you are like a social media manager, like you said, giving yourself enough time at the end of each reporting period to like have that data for specific pieces of content. Yeah, I would even say, I mean, your clients might be more in a hurry than that, but I would say worth checking even like 10 days later, two weeks later would be ideal. Especially if that include reels, it'll be that way. Oh, reels, especially. For posts for my clients, like I will often show them like the best performers for like that quarter. And that gives you time to build that in because sometimes like that post you post on the end of the month, it doesn't show up until like the next month for the results. So I like to always highlight the best performers for each quarter and for each month as well. Yeah, it's a good idea to have the each quarter because then you can be like, hey, this ended up performing really well. Yeah, and like, especially for the client, depending on who they are and how people interact with their content, I have clients that'll say to me like, oh, I know this post didn't get a lot of likes or a lot of engagement, but I had a patient come in and request that procedure or that service after seeing it. So you give yourself some time there <laughs> as well. Awesome, yeah, I think, you know, leave people here with this challenge to go look at that post that you thought it was so good and you put some thought into it and you're like, why didn't that perform? So go back two weeks later, see, see if he really hasn't performed, but looking at all the different metrics, not just sticking to likes and comments. Yeah, I love that. Thank you guys. See you soon. Talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Close Friends No Filter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to leave us a review or share it with your close friends. And make sure to follow this podcast so you never miss a new episode. You can learn more about each of us, submit your questions or new episode ideas, or just say hi by heading to www.closefriendsnofilter.com or by following us on Instagram at closefriendsnofilter.com.